Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Love save! Mike Smith, a game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. He like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Ryan. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. The Red Wings. 
join you with Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Brendan Escott back in the 630 Chat Studios putting that opening together on a day in which it's made official that Al Shemsky has uh, retired from hockey. He spent 11 seasons in Edmonton. I know we've discussed this in the past uh, on the show here. In fact, in the past week or two, you know, it'd be interesting to maybe look at, uh, especially in the heels of what we're watching with uh, Last Dance and Michael Jordan. And it would not have the national interest. Uh, it'd be much more regional in nature. But a lot of people have suggested to me, Bob, there should be a documentary about the years 1998 to 2008 when the Edmonton Investors Group owned the Oilers. And during that stage, for a lot of that time, Alish Hemsky was the Oilers' most dynamic player. I would tell you that if they did a documentary, um, and, and I get the sense that many of the younger listeners or maybe the fans that sort of came of age with the Oilers during that 2006 uh, Stanley Cup playoff run, they have a, a real appreciation for, for Hemsky. But I will tell you that the players uh, definitely knew his talent and knew that he was courageous and knew that he attacked the net and knew how skilled he was. Not sure that was always portrayed out there by a couple of the ink-stained wretches, uh, but when it comes to, you know, you take a look at the caliber of goals that he scored, and two goals against Detroit going back to that series in 2006, him and Pisani uh, both getting a pair in the third period, and the Oilers rallied from 2-0 down, 1-4-3, eliminated the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, Stanley Cup championship against the Carolina Hurricanes. Hemsky scored a game-tying goal at 4-4 where he drove the net. And uh, just, again, it, it took a lot of courage to make the play. I remember uh, in 2008-2009 against Philadelphia, he scored a pair of beauties, like where he just undressed teams. And he was a high-skilled guy. He wasn't necessarily a guy that wanted to beat the crap out of himself in practice. Um and we've seen a movement away from that in the last several years. Uh, but there's no question that he brought it in the game. And uh, in terms of dealing with him, and, you know, I was there when the guy was uh, you know, year 12 for color. I, I can tell you he was a, a real good guy to deal with. Wish him nothing but the best of luck. I think actually he's quite an underrated member of the Edmonton Oilers. So that is uh, Alish Hemsky. And, again, we'll uh, – We'll endeavor to have him on sometime in the next couple of weeks. I know we had him on uh, over the summer last year. The top story brought to you by Gray Rock Exteriors. Mother Nature wreaks havoc on your home. Book your free no-obligation inspection today. Visit grayrockexteriors.ca. Look, man, he got blown up a couple times by Robin Regeer, right? He got filled in. He got filled in once by Cronwall. He never shied away from it. He brought it. He played hard, uh, and he played with skill. And for about four or five years, was close to a point-per-game player. Just, you know, got knocked uh, out of the uh, lineup a couple times. We'll have a, a jam-packed show. We're going to get to some comments coming up from Brian Burke, uh, courtesy of Canadian Power Pack. Alex Chason was on Inside Sports last night with Reed Wilkins. We'll play a couple clips from him. Regular Friday contributor to Oilers Now, Elliot Friedman. A guy that played on the uh, 1984-1987 Canada Cup teams, won a couple Stanley Cups with the New York Islanders organization. And in fact, uh, this is the day back in 1984, this day in Oilers history, Mark Messier, 36 years ago today, scored twice, including probably his best goal as a member of the Edmonton Oilers, where he walked uh, Gordy Deneen at the blue line. 
ripped one home, and uh, the Oilers were off and running, and they pounded the New York Islanders to the tune of 7-2. to two. Um, I went to that game. It was incredible being at Game 3 of the uh, Stanley Cup Final that year. The place was just rocking, and it was also the Oilers had won one nothing in Game 1 on the Kevin McClellan goal. The Islanders came back and just crushed Edmonton 6-1 in Game 2. The Islanders, of course, they they won 19 straight playoff series. Like They were the four-time reigning Stanley Cup champs. But Game 3 was the turning point, and the guy that stirred the drink in that game was Mark Messier. Scored twice. Um, the first one, the beauty to tie it. And then he got another one coming off a rush as well. And then the Oilers were just off and running. And they uh, they really put the boots to the, uh, the Islanders, winning 7-2 in Game 3 uh, on this date back in 1984. They then won 7-2 in Game 4. Chase Billy Smith in both games. Raleigh Melanson had to come in and beat the Islanders game Five, five to two, and the city went crazy. But I think the reality started to click in halfway through game three that the Oilers were just simply better, that the passing of the baton was about to occur. Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. And you can uh, reach us on a River Creek Resort Casino hotline. Like a lot of businesses, the River Creek remains closed by the pandemic. They'll be back up and at it with over 1,350 slot machines and 40 table games when the province fully opens up again. River Creek Resort and Casino excitement. Uh, bet on it. I just want to get to a text that kind of made me chuckle here. Uh, Epstein's mother has texted the show to say, Bob, why do you put the numbers out most days in terms of how the province of Alberta is doing in regards to COVID? And I guess one of the theories here, like this show's called Oilers now. We're not going to have NHL hockey until uh, the government decides that we're going to have an okay, be it some combination of federal and provincial. I think there is work going on right now as we speak. But I also think, generally speaking, you know, the numbers are they are a little bit of intimidating. But when you look at the Edmonton zone for the province of Alberta, their website's very good. You know, there's some reasons to be positive out there. And maybe you're a person that is a glass half full guy, and maybe you're a person that's a half, a glass half empty guy. Uh, but... You know, case in point, Edmonton is now below 8% of the confirmed cases in the province of Alberta. 63 active cases in Alberta. Seven people in hospital for COVID-19 in Edmonton right now. Seven people out of 3,000 hospital beds. Two people in ICU. 12 deaths in in Edmonton uh, from COVID over the course of the last 10 weeks now. And we've been at 12 deaths for a couple weeks. And look, that's 12 too many. I get it. There's 121 people that have died overall in the province of Alberta. The average age of death is 82. The average life expectancy in the province of Alberta, the last time Government Canada released this information, was 80. So it doesn't make it any easier for anybody out there listening right now that has lost somebody through COVID-19. But it also doesn't necessarily mean, and there's a lot of far more challenged places in the country, case in point, the province of Quebec, the city of Montreal, even Calgary has greater challenges right now than Edmonton, though their numbers are starting to drop, and that's a good thing for the province of Alberta. But it's not all bad news. So it depends. 
on how you look at it. I, I, I love getting the text, and there's lots of different perspectives, and I don't necessarily agree with this full famous quote from the writer Mark Twain. Never argue with stupid people. They will drag you down to their level and then beat you with experience. We're allowed to have different perspectives on things. And I think that's sometimes lost in society. There's there's some people on either sides of the political perspective, political spectrum, that want you to think like them. And it's okay to be somewhere in the middle. Doesn't mean you're gutless. All right. Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. We are going to get to NHL today. No, no, we're not. We're going to get to the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Brian Burke for Canadian Power Pack. He says, don't mortgage next season to save this season. While they wait for all this stuff to sort out and see if they can preserve this season, which I admire, they had better make sure they ensure the integrity of the 2021 season. In other words, yeah, we can play this out late until the fall. I mean, at some point, we got to get back to a conventional hockey schedule. So could we start in January for next year? Yeah, but then at some point, we've got to come back around. So I would like assurances that 2021 is fully secured, full integrity of the schedule, everything's ready, and then back it down and figure out if we can play this year. Uh, Burke also added his, what he thinks could be an ideal playoffs format. They're shooting for all the right things, and they, if they can make some of these things happen, great. I think your best bet is a 16-team playoff with uh, two hubs, and uh, if not, then an 18-team playoff with one hub. And I'll take any of those. I won't take fewer than eight. If there's less than three rounds, there's an asterisk. That's Brian Burke. He's on orders now every Thursday for Canadian Power Pack. Elliot Friedman will add some additional thoughts on that moving forward. Alex Chason uh, was on last night with Reed Wilkins in Inside Sports. And uh, Chason has two ideal conditions for returning to play. The first part is, is the format. If the format is quality, uh, it gives times for players to, to get back and give us time to, to prepare the right way. Um, and also the integrity of the playoff. If that is done the right way, then um, I think that's a key part for me. I think the other part is the safety of the players and the staff that's around the, the, the players as well. So if, if we're put in a position where the safeties are correct, you know, the, the guidelines that are being made are, are the right ones, and then I'm all for it. And Chason added some additional comments last night in Reed Wilkins' show Inside Sports on what flipped the switch and why the team turned the page this season. We've learned to play in tight games um, and that it takes time. You can't just show up one year and decide that your team knows how to play when you're down a goal or up one and going into the third. And um, I thought we made adjustment uh, going into January and um, – Obviously, our specialty teams were great. Um, we've gotten some great goaltending. We found more depth throughout our lineup. So uh, I, I think there's a lot of new faces, too, at the start of the year. There's a new coaching staff. Uh, takes time to get everyone gelled together. Uh, this text, uh, by the way, that's Alex Chase on. This text, again, on our Ashley Five Floors text line, comes to us from Frank. And Frank says, Bob, I would rather you discuss the makeup of the Bakersfield Condors in 2021 than present a positive perspective on COVID. Really? Really? Okay, well, if you asked for it, Cooper Marodi, 
Uh, I think the Oilers, there's a good chance they'll re-sign uh, Tomas Yurcho. Uh, and then they'll need a veteran uh, guy on an NHL contract on the right side on a, on a, on a line there. Uh, how about Brad Malone, who has been signed to an AHL deal with Tyler Benson and another veteran experienced uh, AHL forward. Ryan McLeod with Joseph Gambardella and Raphael Lavoie. Uh, they got Luke Esposito on an American League deal, potentially with Safin and Maximov. And Safin, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Um, spent the majority of the year in the ECHL. Oilers also signed several players on AHL deals, including James Hamlin, who's going to have a chance to crack it out of uh, Medicine Hat, and a kid named Liam Folks from Penn State, where he played for Edmonton-born Guy Gadowski. On defense, since you asked for it, I got a Lagason with Bouchard to start. Uh, Sam Arukov with a veteran right shot power play puck moving defenseman. Nima Linen and Lenstrom, uh, sort of in the three hole on the left side with Jake Kulovich. And then I do expect the Oilers to sign a veteran goaltender, potentially on a one way, maybe in the range of about 700 to 750K, to be kind of the number three goaltender for the organization and that will allow them to continue to develop the likes of Skinner, Wells, and Rodriguez. So there, you, you asked for it, away we went. And I've got uh, Berglund and Broberg playing overseas next season in Sweden, which is not a surprise to anybody out there. Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. We're going to go into NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored-branded programs where your order is done on time every time at Elite Promotional Marketing. Back at the 630 Jed Studios. Did you ever see uh, Brendan uh, Alishemsky play live, by the way? No, not live, and certainly not anything that I would remember from that age. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, get after it. What do you got for us today? Well, I can tell you some of his career stats with the Oilers. You mentioned okay. the 11 seasons. In fact, 652 games, 477 points. He is eighth on the all-time franchise scoring list. Uh, suffered a concussion in a seven-game stint with the Habs in 2017-18. That's really what brought it all to an end. Uh, on the heels of a record-setting season, the Edmonton Oil Kings rookie forward standout, Dylan Gunther, has won the rookie of the Year Award, knocking off Kamloops' Dil- uh, Logan Stankoven, excuse me. Gunther was the first overall pick back in the 2018 Bantam Draft, setting franchise rookie records this year in goals with 26 and points with 59. We will hear his name called very early in the 2021 NHL Draft, I can only imagine, Bob. Uh, Penguins forward Dominic Simone had so- uh, shoulder surgery, will miss six to seven months. And if this is any indication of the kind of news day it's been, the Washington Capitals and Hershey Bears have extended their affiliation with the NHL-AHL agreement through 2023-24. All right, uh, let's get to some text. Jason from Penticton says, Bob, I'd much rather that the NHL try to get this season done as the Oilers are a good team and, and in the playoff mix. Uh, be it next year, could be a shortened season a little bit anyways. So he's disagreeing with what Brian Burke has to say. Uh, Chris says, as somebody who watched during uh, started watching in 2006, Hemsky along with Pronger, did he say shrimp? Or a big reason I became and still am a fan. Wish Hemsky could come back for a year. Uh, well, okay. There we go. Uh, this text comes in. Bob, I have two parents in the mid-80s, very healthy, and a daughter, 24s, who is immune compromised. I'd like people not to celebrate too early. Please maintain safe practices and distances. My point was not all of the news is negative. Uh, Lewis says, thank you for talking reasonably about COVID. I believe that that's the first time I've heard it in the media, says Lewis. Well, lots of people, I think, uh, try to uh, present things as 
I don't know, neutrally as possible. Uh, this text comes in, says, Bob, I'm sorry, it's out of Saskatchewan, but I can't even afford to come to the games with my family because of how much these guys make, and yet they need weeks to prepare to play again. You're telling me they can't be ready to go in a minimal amount of time. <laughs> okay. Uh, there you go. Again, you can keep texting us at 780-496-0063. You know what? We're going to go to break for 90 seconds, and when we come back, we're going to answer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Answer a text that is a very fair question and one that a lot of people ask. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. You know, Eric Alper the other day on Twitter had a brushes with greatness, uh, most famous people you met. So I'll exclude the ones in hockey. I'll go uh, Gord Downey being on the team playing back in 2009. Uh, flying with us from Edmonton to Calgary, and I'll go with Tom Cochran as well. So those were uh, two guys that I had the privilege of having the chance to interview. It was pretty cool. You can text us at any time on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Hey, Bob, I love the idea of a documentary on the Oilers under the Oilers Investment, uh, the Edmonton Investors Group ownership. I was born in 86, so that's the team I grew up with. I vividly remember... Pocklington had the team up for sale, and we nearly lost the team to uh, Houston. The city stepped up. I remember the feeling when the EIG bought the team, not to mention those playoff runs in the late 90s, watching Smith, Waite, Cujo, etc. The rivalry against Dallas and Colorado was intense. I hated those teams. The Oilers were defined as underdogs. That's an important era. That story deserves to be recognized. I agree. It was it was a special time. Um it's funny, somebody mentioned the other day about Mike Vernon being in the Hockey Hall of Fame. And for me, the clincher for the Calgary Flames goaltender for being in the Hockey Hall of Fame is him beating the snot out of Patrick Waugh. I love that when that happened. So I was like, you know what? Put him in just based on that. Uh, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Uh, here it goes. This is the question I wanted to get to. People have asked it a lot. Bob, do you think that Tyler Ennis will sign an extension for three years? No, not a three-year extension. I, I think that there's a deal to be made there for Tyler Ennis. I think he's a very useful player. Uh, the Oilers had interest in him going into the season. Uh, I think there's a fit, and I think he can actually jump ahead of some other guys here if we do indeed get back to play and come playoff time. I would certainly look at a, a one-year extension if I was Oilers management. Uh, like him. I've always liked him. Smart little useful player that can move around. So uh, one year, not a three-year deal, though. 
definitely a one-year deal, and I guess the two-year deal would define the rub of the situation here. There you go. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Got lots of texts to get to. Elliot Friedman coming up for our friends at the River Creek Resort and Casino. Ongoing COVID-19 pandemic coverage. Eileen Bell, Global News Weather Traffic Update. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.